Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, February 26, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. More good news in the fight against COVID. New cases of the virus dropping 74% in the last 30 days in the USA. In January, the daily average hovered at 250,000 new infections. That number stands at 65,000. About 45 million Americans have received at least one dose of the vaccine. President Biden promising to deliver the vax to everybody by July. Next, a big win for traditional Americans. Leaders in San Francisco caving to public pressure on their insane policy of renaming public schools, taking the names of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and others off the schools. Well, the outcry was so intense that the loons in San Francisco have surrendered, at least temporarily. The school board president out there saying, quote, I acknowledge and take responsibility for mistakes made in the renaming process. Yeah, just a few. While the Bay Area has abandoned its drive to purge the schools, that movement still alive in Washington state. In Tacoma, they are scrubbing Benjamin Franklin's name from a downtown park. The grounds will be rededicated to Rosa Franklin, the first African-American woman to serve in Washington state Senate. Maybe they should call the park Rosa and Ben Franklin together. Another big story this week, the Biden administration vowing to vanquish white supremacy, labeling the movement the greatest terror threat to the country. Well, for some perspective, the Justice Department brought just five criminal cases against white nationalists in 2020. Five. Fourteen individuals were charged. A year earlier, the number was eight charged. So if white supremacists are causing so much trouble, where are they? All this, as new financial reports show, the Black Lives Matter global organization raised $90 million last year. The group was behind dozens of anti-police protests, as you know, that caused billions of dollars in damage in places like New York City, Portland, Seattle, and Minneapolis. Well, here's the truth. The reason white supremacy is being promoted as a dire threat is to mask and cover for left-wing governance. In a moment... Listeners, sound off. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. You can send a question to bill at billoreilly.com. Let's begin with James in Concord, New Hampshire. Bill, if one of the left-wing politicians did what Ted Cruz did, we wouldn't even know about it the media would cover it up. There is some truth to that, James. Look at the Hunter Biden story. So I can't deny that. But let's look at Senator Cruz. How, when you have suffering at the level you had in Texas last week, how could you, as a senator, go to Mexico, go to Cancun, take a vacation in the middle of that? So that was one of the worst mistakes that I've ever seen a politician make. I mean, it's not that Ted Cruz could have done anything to mitigate the suffering. However, the decision, because as a leader 
of Texas, you've got to be present. You've got to be there just for morale purposes. Thomas in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Bill, how can you say Barack Obama is brilliant when he delivered $150 billion to Iran on a pallet? Well, Thomas, the $150 billion the USA allowed Iran to have if they signed the nuke deal was their own money. That was frozen funds that America would not allow Iran access to. So Barack Obama didn't pay. He just allowed the funds that Iran owned to be unfrozen. Now, I don't think that was a good move because it encouraged the mullahs to basically sign a treaty that helped them. But if you look at Barack Obama's life, his resume, he's a brilliant guy, intellectually speaking. I didn't think he was a great president, but he's a smart guy. Anthony Merrick, New York, on Long Island. Bill, uh, what do you think of the idea that the Supreme Court justices are intimidated by the Democrats' push to stack the court? So in order to protect their power, they're not taking any cases that may appear to favor President Trump. Um, I don't think there's anything to that theory. I don't think the Supreme Court justices are intimidated. As I analyzed, they didn't take the election allegations. They didn't hear the cases because the specifics of the allegations were lacking. So that was their rationale. They could be wrong, but I myself have not seen any smoking gun in the election. It may come. It may come. Hugh in Cascade Carter Township, Michigan. The racists in America are very few in total number, and they wield no political or legal power. Am I correct? Racism in America isn't common in the public arena, but there are a lot of people who do the skin color thing, unfortunately. Do they have power? No. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by putting it together in a moment, something you might not know. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. America is home to some of the most diverse foods found anywhere in the world. Tex-Mex, Cajun, New England shellfish, even wild python meat down in Florida. However, a recent survey from Grubhub shows the most popular dishes in the USA remain cheeseburgers and pizza. But around the world, the menu is very different than here in the States. In France, it's all about cheese, fromage. The average resident there consumes 53 pounds of cheese every year. Wow. The country produces more than 1,000 varieties and exports about 700,000 tons of cheese, most of it to the USA. Next up, Japan. Most popular dish, miso soup. Second most popular, Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's right. In 1974, the fast food chain introduced a traditional Christmas meal for Western people living 
in Japan. But the locals ate it up. Sorry. There are now more than 2,000 KFCs operating in the land of the rising sun. Over to China, with 1.3 billion people living in dozens of provinces, the cuisine in China is eclectic, to say the least. Most popular dishes include century eggs, duck, chicken, quail eggs, preserved for several months, then eaten cold. Mmm. If that doesn't sound very appetizing, another daily staple in China, steamed dumplings. Down in Brazil, where it's all about roast beef, the traditional bauru is eaten for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's a sandwich with slices of marinated beef, pickles, fresh tomatoes, and mozzarella cheese. The dish was created in 1934 at a student cafe in Sao Paulo. In South Africa, folks enjoy a traditional braai every weekend, mate, better known as the barbecue. Local meats like boar, goat, chicken, lamb, shoved onto sticks and slow roasted over blocks of flaming wood. Despite our cultural differences, the most popular item found on menus all over the world, coffee. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.